Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I made a video about a Chad-looking guy in my gym. So it's on the main channel and it's like, I dressed up as an influencer, here's what happened. And so I got to befriend the Chad and he's actually a really nice person. We got closer and closer and yesterday I went to his restaurant. So me, my friend, him and another gym friend, like we all had like very deep discussions and everything. It was like a really, really good time. He told us his life story of essentially like almost rags to riches from kind of like a rough area, crime filled area. He's making money and everything. And so he's been through that stereotypical, uh, you know the thing of like where the guy is broke and then he's really really looking up to like money he makes money he makes a good deal of money he spends it on like the things that he, he thought would make him happy so he was saying that he had like five thousand pound rolexes and everything that were like literally robbed of him and everything he's been through some shit he's been literally like fucking attacked and because of this stuff but he had like expensive cars and he got all the stuff that he thought was going to make him happy and it didn't if anything he said like those were the most depressed periods of his life that's a very short summary of a very common story. And I've heard it between maybe another 10 guys. One of the first times I heard it was from a guy that I was coaching, who was a very, very, very successful guy. Like he literally had like two fancy houses. One of like the top guys in a soft, I won't say which one, but like in a software, right? Very, very successful guy. He said the exact same thing where he said like, yeah, he's had the $20,000 watches, he's had the car and you know, he's telling me like the models of the car and I don't understand them, but I'm assuming they're like fancy ones and everything. He's got like, he was living a very, very wealthy life. And he was saying like, it did nothing to him whatsoever. That as soon as you buy it, you just, you lose the excitements. And we on self-improvement, we kind of know that because we are educated in this, if you watch the Science of Wellbeing course, it, it truly just structures your life in the direction that you need to go. 
I highly recommend it. I didn't even think that I would mention it, but to be honest, the reason why I don't feel like I have the same motivation and you might not feel like you, you're the same type of guy as these, you know, to, to buy the fancy car, to buy the watch or anything, is because you understand that materialistic purchases don't actually improve your mental well-being in any sense. They don't actually make you any happier. They're actually kind of like just a wasteful purchase. If anything, you actually feel way worse when you have them because now you're just like essentially spent. You're, you're one Lamborghini poorer. You're one, I don't know, Rolex or whatever the, the fucking watches are poorer. So that's just taken away some of your freedom and now you also have like more to lose. So it's almost an entirely negative purchase. And it made me think of then, I've made videos on like how to get rich, how to make money and stuff. And I wanna explain my mindset. So this video is not gonna be as you know exciting. It's like, okay, guys do this to make money. But I highly recommend that, I'm gonna make this video kind of short because I just want everyone to digest this because you need to have a very healthy, positive mindset in relation to making money because I think the majority of people have a very toxic mindset. And I don't want anyone to go down that path of thinking that money is going to solve that the problems which cannot be solved by money. So for my friend, it was things related to trauma. It was things related to like, he just wanted like validation. He wanted the attention of others, the, the affection of others. And so he was saying for him and for his friends, like the friends who are similar to him, like they've kind of like essentially tried to like buy love because, you know, it like attracts girls and everything if you've got money and all this. And... I feel like I potentially would have went down the same path if it wasn't for the science of well-being course. And the course will explain it a lot better than I will. So I highly recommend you can literally just Google the science of well-being and just watch that course. It's completely free. It's from like a Yale University professor. But so I want to explain now how to chase money. Chase is the wrong word and it makes it seem negative, but everyone who's watching this understands what i mean by chase money how to chase money how to make money but in a way that doesn't ruin your soul because the research shows that after you make about seventy thousand dollars a year in the uk it's probably about like 50 grand you don't actually get any more mental well-being benefits there is some other research which shows that your life satisfaction keeps going up but you do certainly get diminishing results essentially the moment that you climb out of poverty you get a, a huge, in, impeccable um, benefit in pretty much everything in terms of, okay, you've made money, you went from like poverty level to like safe level. That's gonna be a huge mental well-being. After that, there's still a good level of like improvement to your life when you make money because then you get to afford some luxuries and some luxuries is like a good thing. You wanna be able to like celebrate, you wanna be able to have the freedom to not stress out about missing a day of work or anything. After that point, when you have enough and then some, then you don't really need much more in terms of just being happier. And this is where for a long time, I really disregarded the importance of making more money than like, you know, 40,000 because I knew that I was going to make that fairly quickly with this business and the market that I'm in. The reason then for a long time, I just didn't really think about money and everything. But then I, my mind switched, especially when I started watching Chris from First Man, because Adopting the mindsets of people who are really, really like value the pursuit of money kind of influenced me. And I think it actually did it in a very positive way. Because for example, Chris was saying like, so how are you gonna help your family? He was saying, yeah, okay, like, you know, he gets comments. So he's got a YouTube channel in cases you don't know him, First Man. That's the YouTube name, First Man. And he was saying that he gets comments from people who disagree with him and saying like, you know, family's more important. But then he like, he was aggressively telling them like, like 
those commenters haven't seen the real world because yeah, family is more important, but if you're broke, it's like, you're not gonna get to see your family. And I got to relate to that so fucking hard because I was like, fuck, like, like my dad's been through that. So you can feel like you have enough making your 30, 40K a year, 50K a year, but shit does happen. You can go through destructive events in life where you just suddenly need a lot more and then that's where the huge stress comes from. You don't necessarily need to make millions. The reason why I literally have goals on my wall to make millions and it, even though that's it, like to a lot of people it sounds silly and even just a few years ago I would have thought like, oh, you're one of those dickheads who thinks he's gonna be a millionaire and you know, it's just cringe. After a while, like the real mindset that I really wanted to give you in this video is the idea of seeing money almost like a score in a game. So, so the number one thing, like step zero to making money is to make sure, if possible, to not allow your mental health or your physical health to be disrupted by the pursuit of making money. If you can maintain your mental and your physical health whilst making money, that's the best case scenario. So let me give you an example. The guy who's, for example, working a job that he really likes and he's making more than enough and you know he's got a comfortable house and everything and then he gets the opportunity to go work in like some some other place and it's going to be quite significantly higher money but it's going to be like a big a bigger commute in a place like doing a job that he's not going to be fulfilled in with people that he's not really going to like but it's going to be like an extra twenty thousand, which he doesn't necessarily need that money like he's, they've got enough that would be a very very poor decision because you've got to think that money isn't just the one currency. It's not just like, you know, the one thing that we really care about. We care about like a hundred different things. We care about family. We care about mental health. We care about presence and gratitude. We care about free time. We care about the location. We care about the things that we're actually doing. Are we fulfilled? Are we getting into like a flow state at work? You've got to make sure that as money increases, one of these doesn't decrease. And most people, it's very sad, but most people unfortunately let things like their family life decrease. Most people let things like their health decrease. Most people let things like their free time decrease. So it's like that common like thing. I always used to see this on Reddit where the person would say like they, they could get a 20,000 increase in salary. They don't necessarily need it, but you know, it'd be so nice because then they'd be able to buy a new car and stuff. But now they have to spend an extra hour per day commuting and they're doing a job that they don't like. So it's like these bars have went down for this one to go up to a point which doesn't really necessarily matter. But his idea is like, oh, you know, because this extra money, I'll be able to get stuff that technically inc increases this. Well, it doesn't because we know that the stuff that you can buy with money after you've reached, the, you know, out of the poverty line, after you reach like a safe, comfortable point, doesn't actually increase any of this stuff. I've told you a lot about my life when I used to live in Manchester and I was addicted to weed and everything. And I've made this mistake myself. Not so much with materialistic purchases, but with drugs. So I was working part-time, but it was quite a... It's quite like a mentally plus physically demanding job in the sense that it was a receptionist position, but the shift that I would work would be 12 hours, two days in a row. So it would be Tuesday, Wednesday, get up at 6 a.m., get ready for work, start working at like eight or something, get the commute there as well, kind of a long commute, and then finish a fucking eight something, get back and literally just fucking eat, smoke weed, and then go to sleep, and then do it again tomorrow. When you know your entire day, and then the day after is gonna be fulled up. <sighs> at least a guy like me, like I wanted crutches, and so I'd be smoking a lot of weed, and then on Wednesday night, I would go out and get like fucking drunk with my friend and try to try and fuck girls and everything, and you know, it's a very like, when you don't like your life, you just do fucking degenerate shit. And I, was, I didn't exactly have a girlfriend, but like I was dating a girl and she obviously knew of my behavior, but she wanted to stay around. And I remember there was specifically a point when I would literally just think to myself, like, okay, like I'm gonna quit this job or I'm gonna you know, reduce my shifts or anything. And I would kind of just, 
I kind of didn't because it was this thing of like, oh, you know, because if I don't, then like I've still got like an extra few hundred pounds that I can like spend on weed. And so it's kind of like you're living a shit life. You're working just to like live a shit life, but you get to have a crutch. Never live like that. When I worked my first full-time job, there was such a sad story. And like, Alicia was speaking about this to the guy in the restaurant yesterday. Not this specifically, but like this place that I work. So I've only worked full-time once in my life. And as you can probably tell, like I'm not like a guy. Like, I'm good in many different positions. <laughs> All the girls watching this just got excited then. But I'm like, put me in an office doing customer service, but I'll be the best customer service rep there. Put me doing sales, I'll be like, maybe some of the guys are really good at sales, but I'll be like good straight, you know, I'm, I'm good straight away, even though I don't naturally fit in like some kind of customer service and you know, if, no offense, but it's kind of like below me in a sense. The thing is, I was still fucking good at that job. But I, I go to this this job and there's a girl there who's younger than me. She's like 18. I'm like 22 at the time. And we're, we're part of like the same team or something. She's doing like admin. I'm doing customer service. She's like a really, really nice girl and everything. And we speak more and more in these times when I just see her like crying and like we have a meeting or something in, in you know, for the, the whole team meeting and all this bullshit. And she's like crying. She like leaves the room and everything. And eventually like I get to like, what like, you know, speak to her more. And she just really doesn't like the job. And essentially, like she just, you know, she just doesn't like the job. And the thing that she said to me still stuck in my fucking mind when, you know, so this was so apparent, okay, she doesn't like the job. And I kept on thinking like, this was when I was making businesses. So I was even like trying to give her like business ideas and everything. I was speaking to her like, why don't you get a different job? Like you'd be underpaid here and everything. And eventually I realized why she stayed there. I saw her on a phone wallpaper that she had like, she was stood outside like some fancy looking car. Like, I don't know cars, right? So it's like a, I don't know, BMW, some, some bullshit, right? And she, she seems so fucking happy when she's telling me, like, oh, that's my baby. Like, yes, that, you know, that's the car that, like, I got to buy because of the shithole, like, so the shithole being work, that she got to buy that car. So she's literally living a life where she's crying, that she doesn't enjoy her life. She's not, like, there's no future in, like, a position like that. Like, what, what the fuck are you going to do? Like, maybe three years down the line, you can be, like, fucking administrator instead of admin is like the same thing bro relax it's like an extra thousand per year so you know some bullshit there's no like future like progression or anything in, in certain like low-end jobs in like customer service and show and even if there is a sense of progression it's like you just become like just you're just one up on the dickhead ladder of like being underneath like management who are dickheads and then the people i work with were nice and even the managers were nice but it's just the whole corporate culture and everything maybe that's a side note but yeah she's literally saying oh yeah that's my baby and she's so happy and it just fucking hit me like this girl is living a life that she doesn't like so that she can afford that car. So with, with you know what I mentioned before, this like time, freedom and happiness and mental well-being and everything and this money. She allowed money to go up to the point that she could afford a car and all of these went down. But she somewhat believes that because she has the car that she bought with this money, that these are still higher and the truth is, this is really, this is why you need to go and look at scientific research for this. Because our perceptions of our well-being is totally skewed. We think that when we buy a purchase, we actually get happiness from it. This is really weird. It's like a, it's like a brain fallacy where we think that when we're going to go buy something because of the conditioning of the capitalistic, materialistic society around us, we think we're going to be happier because of that, but we're actually not. There's no significant difference when you buy any kind of materialistic purchase. But our brain believes that there is. It's so fucking weird, right? It's like, it's kind of like, for example, with, with 
uh, kids in school like with their grades this like this will blow your mind if your kids studying right now if you're in school if you're in college or whatever this will blow your mind it doesn't actually affect you whatsoever if you get a bad grade like the what like you think that it would do if I ask you right now, you've got an exam coming up, and if I ask you if you get like a lower grade than you expect, how bad would you feel out of 10? Like, you know, what would be your mental, like your rating or something? You'll rate it far lower than it actually would be after you get the grade. It's our perception of things is just so much worse because of this idea of like, you know, like the condition and all like, oh, but I don't want to get a bad grade. And, you know, the moment that you, the thing happens, the truth is that almost nothing changes our mental well-being Getting a bad grade doesn't change it. Getting a, like a, even a good job doesn't necessarily change it, apart from like if you get into a flow state in the, the community there. But the idea of like you know getting into like the best university doesn't change it. Again, if it's, if it's not including like the friendship there, getting more money doesn't change it. Get, even building the fucking body doesn't change it. All this the research has shown that the majority of things that we think would actually make us happier don't actually have any impact on happiness whatsoever. The unsexy answer that if you want the secret to happiness is the things that you can have right here, right now. We are choosing not to be happy because we don't indulge in things like presence and gratitude, flow state and social connection. You have complete control over your happiness today. Happiness is not something that comes from the end of the fucking rainbow. If you aren't happy today, it's because you have chose to, unless if you are in an environment which is unsafe, which the overwhelming majority of us can't say that we actually are. If you're in like a fucking war-torn country and stuff, fair enough, you've got existential ex external circumstances which is definitely affecting you fair enough but if you're living somewhat of us like obviously like none of us are truly truly safe or anything but if you're living like a somewhat of a safe life a generally safe life if you're getting your like absolutely basic needs met you're choosing not to be happy because of the condition in around you because we think that we need to achieve something to be happy we think that we need more money and we need to buy something to be happy you need to keep this in mind that these materialistic purchases don't increase happiness. And that's like, that's why we buy them. And the, the second reason, I really respect the guy I was speaking to yesterday because he was able to be introspective and just be like truthful with this. The majority of people I speak to can't even do this. This is what I said when like on my first video on this channel saying like, if you've got a dream car, you're a pussy. Because the majority of people, like so many people complain, but it's so fucking true. Bro, trust me right now when I say like, you are just not aware of how much you care about social validation. There's social experiences which make us so happy, but the truth is that we care so much about random strangers, and that's why we buy the car. Fuck you if you say that you're buying the car because of the fucking horsepower or some bullshit. Like, oh, but it's 1080p, Hamza. Shut the fuck up, bro. The reason why you're buying the car is because of this. You want to see this. You want to see that. You want to see someone's neck turning and giving you some attention because you probably didn't get it as a fucking child. The same with the watch. The same with every fucking materialistic purchase that we buy. It's... We want people to give us attention. The newest iPhone. Oh, perhaps it's for business. No, it's not. It's not for fucking business. It's not for fucking work. Otherwise, you would have kept. It's the, almost the exact same thing. It's the it, the reason why you bought the new iPhone is because then you can take nicer pictures, and when you upload those pictures to social media, you get more likes and you feel better about yourself. Almost everything we do is for social validation. Almost everything we buy is for social validation. It's so important to you that if you disagree with me right now, there's some people who will agree with me. And fair enough, but the thing is, they don't need this. Like, they don't need this video. If the people who are disagreeing with me right now, before you go and leave a comment like a fucking Jeffrey, I invite you to just sit at your wall and just have that humility. You know, it's so important to be like, to have humility and to think, wait, what if I'm wrong? It's before you just disagree with me, it's so important for you to just sit there and just think like, what if Hamza is right? What if I'm actually doing this for the sake of just attention? Don't comment just yet. I, I 
invite you to do this because this could literally save you hundreds of thousands of pounds of your life off the bullshit that you might end up spending because it's so easy for us to rationalize these spending like habits because we just say like oh but i've really got an interest in cars it's so easy for you to rationalize it but it's so important for you to think how much of the purchase you're going to do is actually influenced by the people around you for the girls watching, it's, it's usually stuff for like fashion and like, oh, you know, if you get this bag, you get the validation of the girls who like, who are bitches. It's like, they're, they're literally bitches. They don't even like you. You don't even like them. But it might be the thing that if they, if they see you with the bag, like they'll, you'll finally get the level of social validation. Fuck them. You've got to know that you're, you're only going to be around like 150 people at one point. That's like the scientific number of like a tribe. You're only going to really care about 150 people at one point. If they're not in that tribe, who gives a fuck? That random person on the, on the street, who gives a fuck? The people who are in your tribe, for example, the, some of the people that you often speak to in the gym, fair enough. We don't want to admit this, but we do somewhat want to, like, impress them. No one wants to ever admit that, but, like, at least I'll be the fucking first one to say, like, yeah, I've got the awareness that I want people to be impressed by me. I want women to be attracted to me. I want men to be respecting to me. It's so important that you do this practice right now. That you ask yourself how much of your life, how much of your purchases specifically for this video in terms of money, how much of your purchases are going to things where you're getting fucking validation from people. I'm very, very grateful for the fact that I've never really been deep in that. I've never really like, like I do 100% I care. I've got levels of insecurity and everything. But in terms of purchasing habits, I've never been like that. I've never bought expensive clothes. I don't, I can't even think like what the most expensive item of clothing I've bought, but it's certainly not even it's not even above 100 pounds honestly like the most expensive stuff i've bought like one piece of clothing might literally be like i can't even think it might literally be like 30 to 40 to 50 pounds or some shit how mad is that where people my age are spending hundreds on trainers 200 pounds on like a certain jacket or something most of my clothes in my wardrobe are still pre-owned i wear a fucking bathrobe people ask me like oh why do you put this bathrobe on for the video like I don't put it on for the video. This is what I wear, bro. There's such a huge level of fucking freedom when you get to live like this. Because now that money that I would have spent like a normal person trying to impress other people, trying to think that, you know, purchases make me happy, all that money still sitting in my bank account or it's in my, like, crypto and shit. It's ready to be invested. It's the money I'm going to split with my father and, like, end up retiring him. That's the shit that makes you happy. That's the shit that we think materialistic purchases will give us. So we've covered now what's important, like how to actually, you know, what, what the benefits of money are in terms of like how to do that shit. I just want to go through that mindset of seeing money as like a scoreboard because that's what's really helped me because at this point so far, you could think like, okay, yeah, so make like 40,000 from like a business and then just go AFK, do whatever you want. And you can certainly do that. The four hour work week is absolutely fantastic if you want to do that. The idea is leave the, the standard career life or anything, you know, the normal like customer service type of bullshit. Make a business, start making two to three thousand a month, which like the I'm not gonna lie, the first one one thousand, two thousand is actually pretty hard. It'll take you like a solid year. After that, to scale that up to ten thousand, it's like from zero to even five hundred is actually kind of hard per month. Like so zero to five hundred dollars per month is actually hard. But from five hundred to ten thousand is actually not that hard. Or actually change that. From zero to one thousand is really, really hard, but one thousand to ten thousand is not. Because once you've already got the systems in place and you've already got some of the audience, all you really have to do is just keep doing more of the same thing and just make like a good product and everything. So the first bit is definitely hard. But what I'm trying to say here is that 
you can actually implement the four hour work week and actually get to live that like, you know, the ultimate lifestyle where you don't need to think about money very, very quickly, like a lot quicker than you actually think. If you start to make $3,000 a month, honestly, as a, like a young person, you'll probably be totally happy with that. Plus the fact that you're not working like a slave, you're not working 40 hours a week, 60 hours a week, you're not commuting. You're literally working a few hours a week. That's the beauty of the four hour work week that you'll make enough you'll get to downsize, you'll have to live like a minimalist and this is why it's so important to know like what to spend your money on and everything. But then you'll get to spend the rest of your your schedule just doing something productive that like you really want. So for me, it's like, like I've achieved the four hour work week and for me, literally, I just, I just like to learn. So I literally spend all of my like free time because I only work for a few hours a week. I literally spend all my free time just learning. Just right now I'm learning leadership. And that's like, it's brilliant because one, it's like the thing that I actually really, really want to do. I'm so intrinsically motivated to just learn stuff. But two, there's a huge level of like reward because the better I learn, the more skills I learn, the better leader I become, for example, the better the videos and the more we grow anyway. So that's just a quick side note. Like you can achieve that lifestyle way, way faster than you think because now you realize that you don't actually need that much money, especially if you're not buying materialistic purchases. But should you stop there? That's like the interesting question I really wanted to talk about today because by everything I've said, you might actually want to live that minimalistic, just make, you know, 40 to 50 K a year, maybe like a little bit more, maybe a, bit, a little bit less depending on the type of person you are. Should you stop there? And for a while I did, for a while I was absolutely fine with making like 1.5 K a month, 1.7 K a month. It was more than I needed. And I was definitely happier when I was actually doing that. The reason why I now don't, you know, I didn't want to stay there and I've wanted to grow even more, even though there's been like somewhat of like a, a hit to happiness is because the sense, like the fulfillment of progress is worth more than just the feeling of happiness. After a while, you've got to really stop seeing money like a normal person does. This might be some of the best advice I can give you because money is really such an important topic for most. Like once you hit like a certain age, like 18, your life is literally revolving around making money up until you die. For the majority of people, that's, that's, that's literally their fucking life. The majority of people revolve their entire lives around making money. And then this weird young entrepreneurs who kind of dust off that part of their lives within a couple of years. If, for example, you're enjoying every week of work, you're always, for the rest of your life, going to do something fulfilling and stuff because of your work and you're making money, fair enough. The overwhelming majority of us will not really get that privilege. We'll have to do work that doesn't fulfill us, that we don't want to do, but we're doing it just to make ends meet. So whilst it's true that you, you, know, you can survive and you can be happy, you reach the happiness maximized boost when you're making like $70,000 per year, the truth is that that doesn't necessarily set you up that well for the future. Dark times are coming, recessions are coming. Like, I don't understand like financial like recessions and shit, but it's kind of like it has to happen in our lifetime. It ha there has to be in our lifetime very like dark times when like it's hard to afford like food and shit. At the very least, it's like hard to afford rent. And to be honest, that's like reality for a lot of people right now. So you can go about the pursuit of money, like chasing money in quite a negative way where you're kind of stressed out about it and you need to get as much money as possible and you're just a normal person. What I'm seeing a bunch of young, intelligent, smart like entrepreneurs, and you know, the type of guys who post like wisdom on Twitter and everything, they're all in like the tech field. I'm seeing them all speak and like just think about money like it's a fucking game. 
And since I've been doing that, it's so much more fulfilling. Because once you've got your needs met, you can only do this, obviously, if you don't have your needs met, it's not a fucking game. It's like survival, so go focus on that. If, for example, you're living somewhat of a comfortable life and you don't necessarily need to make more money right now, or see it as a game to be competitive in. So now it's like you don't need money, but it's almost this thing of like the score and like the number in your bank account is like a score. And so like, why not be like, if you're going to play the game anyway, why not just get a higher score in the game? And the higher your score, like the better rewards that you do get. And of course, at that point, it's like those rewards don't necessarily increase like happiness or anything. But it's just kind of like, yeah, it's like, okay, you know, in, in the game, you get to get like a fucking jetpack or you get some like get some like shit when you make money in a game and the truth is that either whether you have that jetpack or that fucking sword in the game or you don't either way everyone's going to disagree with me but either way video games aren't that fun either way you're literally just you're just mouth breathing like every fucking video gamer complains about when i say this but it's the truth you're not having that much fun when you play a game no matter what right when every now and then there's like a fun part of a game which is like you've just killed someone on league of legends you're like oh yeah but apart from that that that's just what you look like when you're playing a game. you're not actually having fun bro so before you've bought the sword with the money in the game, you're like, after you've bought the sword, it's the same thing. So it's kind of like the same thing in real life, but it's like, well, why not just get the sword anyway? As long as it doesn't let these bars of like life, family, mental, physical health, time reduce. So that's like the, the ultimate way to go about chasing money is make sure that you do not sacrifice these things here. Make sure you don't sacrifice things like free time to do the things that you really want to do. For example, if you really like to hike, make sure that that doesn't get like your, your ability to go hiking, your ability to spend time with the girlfriend, your ability to do things doesn't get sacrificed to increase money past a certain point. If you are not at the point of like making like, you know, 70,000 a year dollars or something, then yes, maybe these things should actually take a hit just so you can get to the point where like, okay, your finances are set and now you don't have some big stressor or something but the truth is for especially for us young people we don't need that much at all because if you're living at home with your parents honestly you probably need like you could probably deal with like ten thousand a year if you made for example twenty thousand you would probably see like a happiness boost and everything after that if you're still living with parents you probably wouldn't see that much of a difference and like then there's that weird gray spot where if you started making more you'd probably move out you probably get a car and stuff and then you've like you're back to square one and like you've lost all your time and everything <clears throat> so it's really important that you you spend some time just thinking about what kind of life you want in terms of money because i've gave you my advice here but the truth is we're all different and we value different things i very much value like freedom the ability to do what i want i love routine but i want to be the daddy i don't want to be in some fucking office and like there's a daddy breathing down my neck telling me like oh yeah go do that task whilst he's groping my fucking co-worker or some shit i don't want to experience that dynamic again that's never happened obviously but i'm just taking the piss but like i don't want to live like that normal life i want to have the thing where like <sighs> there's a video that i recorded so it's not like a normal youtube video so you've never seen it before it was just kind of like a documentation of my life transitioning into the four-hour work week into the entrepreneurial lifestyle i was still working my full-time job and we were in the spot, which was mine and the girl I was dating, like spot where we'd go and we'd like just sit down and everything. It was like next to the Manchester canals. I still remember it perfectly because it was like a proper misty day. It was proper cold. We had like hot chocolate with us and stuff. And she records me on her phone where I'm just kind of giving an update to like my future self or something. Just saying like, yeah, I'm about to quit my full time job. And it's like a few days later, it's me on like a proper like nice day in the same spot. And we're recording again and I'm saying like, it's a Monday. 
I'm literally here like midday on a Monday and it just hits me. I'm like, how often do you get Mondays free? And I, it fucking hit me. I was like, what the fuck? Like almost every Monday since you've been a child has been taken away from you. You know, we, we get fucking Christmas off and summer holidays. But apart from that, like for the majority of the year, every Monday since I was like, what, three years old or something has been controlled for me up until the age of like fucking 22 or something. It just fucking hit me. I was like, how did that, like, how do we live lives like that where your life is so fucking controlled? I should make a video on the education system because I want to go on a big fucking rant about that, man. Do that work, especially when you don't feel like it. Mwah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 